Hey, just quickly, um, you'll notice that we don't do any ads or take any sponsorships and we want to keep it that way. We want you to be able to just come in, get what you want and then go. In saying that though, podcasts tend to grow via word of mouth. So if you could just use your thumb, click the three dots, share it to your friends, uh, anyone who's in the construction industry so they can get useful, helpful advice so they can ultimately make more money and stay in business over the long term. And I will love you till the end. Take it easy. Hi, construction legends. So today we're going to have a conversation about construction contracts administrators. Uh, If you are one, we're going to talk about what you can do to become a better one. And if you're looking to hire one, we're going to tell you what you need to look out for in contracts administrators. So hi, my name is Kian Brennan. I am the CEO of a company called Quantum Contract Solutions. The reason we make these videos and podcasts is because there's loads of construction companies out there that are making mistakes in their contracts. They're leaving money on the table. Um, they're losing money all due to the commercial contract side of things. And we hope that by watching these videos and also the podcast that and uh, you're going to learn from the lessons learned. You're not going to make those mistakes um, and you can implement them into your business, grow as a construction company and make more profit. And that's what we want. OK, so I, I firmly believe that in, in the construction industry uh, it is the individual trade. So you're kind of tier two companies that are the real constructors in the construction industry. They're the, the, uh, the companies that actually do the work. You know, we've got this whole contractual um, hierarchy of just, you know, uh, you, know you got the guy who wants to work and he subcontracts to a main contractor or uh, and then he subcontracts out all the work. And then even sometimes they subcontract it down. Eventually someone has to do the work. And so if you're one of the guys doing the work or you're a company that's a civil company or a scaffolding company or rebar or excavation um you're the guys um that i believe are uh the guys that actually make the difference in the construction industry you guys are constructors um and so hopefully if you guys listen to this and you're going to learn from it okay so contracts administrators are very important uh, and it depends on where you are in the world and where you listen from this uh if you're um, you know, it can be called a commercial manager, it can be called a contracts manager, it can be called a contracts administrator, seniors, uh, even quantity surveyor is, is another term that can be used. Now, it, the roles all different, uh, sorry, the, the roles all differ slightly, okay? But there's a couple of key things that you need to look for uh, if you want to be good at your job or if you want to hire someone that that is important, right? So I'll tell you, here's what... Um, can often happen. You can hire a contracts administrator who has lots and lots of contra- uh, contracts administration experience. Um, and these tend to be a little bit cheaper or if your earning capacity, if this is you, this is potentially why your earning capacity is limited. And what you've, you've taken in is you've got someone who you know puts together contracts and sends them out the door um, to like if you're bidding on tenders or maybe puts them down, down the line for your subcontractors, submits payment applications, does some of your variations and EOTs, and does it in such a way that it's just a paper pushing exercise. Okay. Now all of these things need to be done. Okay. But if it's just a paper pushing exercise, then the value that you're going to get for your business, you could really just have an administration person uh, do that for you. But um, And then if that's what you want as a business, that's fine, but it's not going to get you the value that you really want, right? So what you're really looking from from a contract's point of view is, you know, we always talk about um, you've got to be able to deliver on site. If you deliver on site, you're going to get a good reputation of getting the work done, um, 
uh, you're going to get you know referred work and you get you're going to get repeated work. Okay, that's one half of the equation. The other half of the equation is delivering commercially and contractually. Okay, so this is what you want this person to be doing. So if you value, if you think about how much you pay your project manager or your supervisor, it kind of the, this contract person needs to be in line with that as well. Okay, because they're going to drive the commercial aspect. So if you just have someone that's just paper pushing. That's not really what you want in a contracts administrator. A contracts administrator is someone who understands a contract inside out. He understands what you're signing. He understands, you know, uh, liquidated damages, indemnities, uh, termination clauses, um, um, you know, what, uh, he wants to make sure that you have a rise and fall uh, clause in the contract. And we're not looking at the contract from any sort of legal perspective. We're looking at the contract from a commercial perspective in that what is the impact of this clause in the contract um, on our success and our, on, on us commercially, right? Real quick, and we'll get back to the show. If you don't have time or you don't necessarily have the expertise to review and negotiate your own construction contracts, please go to quantumcontractsolutions.com, book in a call with our team, and we'll show you exactly how we can help you sign better contracts that have way less downside risk and set yourself up to make more profit on that project and ultimately keep you in business over the long term. It's what all the smart construction companies do. So go to quantumcontractsolutions.com. Now let's go back to the show. If we have a defects liability period of 12 months, or if they're asking for 24 months, what level of risk is that giving us to the business? Is that too much? We, we could be called out for 24 months. What are the chances in the work that we're doing that something's going to happen in between, say, month 12 and month 24? It's high, high. Okay, well, then we don't want to agree to that. Okay, so you need someone who understands a contract inside out. That's the first thing. But also understands construction to say that, you know, this particular thing is not risky for us because it's not a thing, right? So an example, if you're a scaffolding company, you know, defects liability periods, that's just not something you need to worry about because all your equipment is going to be taken away at the end of the project. You've, you've delivered it. And so if there's a huge defects liability obligation, like just you can tell them to get rid of it. Or if sometimes you can even say, hey, that just actually doesn't apply to me. I'm not even going to bother, right? So, um once you understand, so that's the first thing is understanding uh, understanding the contract inside out and the implication of each individual term, what, it all, what each one means and how it impacts you as a business. Understanding the construction methods and what you do as a business and what your risks are. You could be the type of company that has you know, huge latent conditions, site condition issues. Every time you get to a job, you never do any greenfield. It's always brownfield. Every time you get to a job, you got issues, right? Which means that that part of the contract is going to be really important that you don't sign up to taking any sort of risk with regards to the site conditions, right? You see this time and time again, people sign up to site conditions and the contract says, hey, anything you find basically is your problem. They dig down, tons of rock, your problem, cost you a fortune. Okay, that sort of stuff is where it starts to become valuable. When you have someone on your team that understands construction, understands the actual contract itself and puts them together, then you got, you know, someone with good commercial acumen. Okay, now we're talking about actual 
that you're in a project. So you've, you've signed a much better contract in the front end now because this person knows the contract. He knows how your construction relates to it. You've signed a better contract that is less risky. You've been able to negotiate with the client because you know how to uh, word all of these things when you're trying to negotiate them. You're only really picking the things that are risky to you. You're not trying to change something that doesn't really matter to you because it's not a risk. And therefore you get the things that you need across the line. And then you're in the post-award space, right? So now this is where you come into your own again. It's about risk and money and like reducing costs and making sure that you're always looking at your, your company's profitability. So how could, are you someone that understands about um, you know, the contract that we need to have a notice and a variation within particular time limits because that's what the contract says? So now you are, um, you know, you're on site. So are you type of, so you might, mightn't be on site, but if you are on site, you can walk around, you can see the changes yourself, right? You can talk to the, the project managers, the supervisor, okay, here's the, all these changes and you can just drive it, right? If you're at the headquarters, you got to have someone on site who's give, feeding you that information. You got to be pushing them for the information. Are you the type of person that is confident enough to ring up the supervisor and give him an earful for not telling you about X, Y, Z change. Let him know that if you don't tell me about the change, we're not going to get paid for it. Are you the type of person who can do that? Right? That's the type of person that you want in your business that has control over essentially the finances. Not the finances per se, sorry. I mean the, the commercial side of it. Letting people know that if you don't tell me that there's been a delay, if you don't tell me that we have a change to our scope, we're not going to get paid for it because we're not going to be able to get it through the system, right? If you've got someone who can understand that if we have too many variations outstanding that haven't been approved, that's going to affect cash flow, right? That's the type of person you want in your business. And if you're listening to this video, you, got, you should have a whole string of questions from listening to me that you want to be asking someone that you're potentially interviewing for a role. Okay, they need to understand all the terms and conditions up front. They need to understand how it impacts the business. They need to understand how your construction and how your business works and what the risks are there. Um, and a really good person will be able to know pretty much every industry, right? Um, with you know a little bit of of, of training, a bit of, a bit of asking questions, they know to ask the right questions. Then in the post-award space, you've got to understand cash flow, how by not getting variations and, and EOTs approved, how it can impact cash flow, how it can increase your risk that you're going to get hit with liquidated damages unless, unless you get, get the, these things across the line. Conveying that information to site and extracting. Sometimes it's like pulling, you know, uh, blood from a stone sometimes from getting information from site, but it's conveying that, hey, this is really important for us as a company that if you don't tell us the changes on site and you don't tell us all this additional stuff, then we're not going to get paid for it and then we're not going to make money on the project. Okay. And if you can convey that, if you can be the type of person that does that, that is what a real contracts administrator, contract manager, commercial manager is, 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 you know, pays for himself very, very, very quickly. Um, and that's, you know, essentially a high level overview at that contracts administrator role. If you want to be a good contracts administrator, implement those things into your skill set. If you need to go and learn and get, and, and get skilled up to do that, that's what you want to do. And similarly, if you're looking to hire someone, make sure that they have the commercial acumen. You don't want a paper pusher, someone who just you know moves paper around the business. If that's the case, if that's all you're actually looking for and you've got a, a project manager who is able to do the commercial side of things, which are hard to get a PM who's really good at delivering on site, but also has the time to deliver contractually. And if that's the case, you just want to get someone 
who is generally just an administrator and can just push the documents around. You can probably train them up in a week or so to be able to do that. Um, that's it for this video. Um, and I'll chat to you next. Take it easy. Bye.